Welcome in to the Nordic Components Talking Lead podcast, episode 147. And as you guys can probably tell by my voice, uh, I have been doing a lot of talking over the last few days. Uh, You guys know that I went to the Big Three East event down in Daytona, so you're going to find out what all I had to talk about, and it was a lot. Got some great interviews coming up from that event. But first, I'd like to go ahead and thank my guest from last week, Chad Enos from Caltech. Uh, that conversation with Chad last week kind of reminded me of the old days when Zeke and I would just kind of sit around and uh, shoot the shit about what we'd done that week with firearms and uh, just kind of talk by the seat of our pants. But uh, it was a great show, really enjoyed it, and thanks to Chad for doing that. And uh, as you guys heard, if you haven't listened to the show yet, go back to episode 146. Chad was going to a three-gun competition this week. It was the one over at uh, Superstition Mystery Mountain three-gun match. So we'll get uh, caught up with Chad, see how that competition went. And if I'm not mistaken, I do believe our uh, Cobalt Kinetic shooting team was also in attendance to that Mystery Mountain three-gun match. So we'll probably be getting some uh, feedback from those guys on how that went and uh, get you guys caught up on the Superstition Mystery Mountain three-gun match. And in addition to that, our three-gunner Casey Griggs, who is now sponsored by Nordic Components, had himself a three-gun match over the last few days. He was at the Three-Gun Nation Regional, uh, so we'll hear from Casey as well, and we'll find out how that went for him. I'd like to go ahead and thank our sponsors, Nordic Components. Check them out at nordiccomp.com. Congratulations to Jamie Ganeau from Pennsylvania. He's the winner of that XL handguard. He took part in the trivia question. And still up for grabs is the trivia question from when we had Cobalt on, Jeremy from Cobalt. Uh, episode 145 so go listen to episode 145 found out what you need to do to win that awesome cobalt kinetics trivia prize package he's going to have one of their comps in there some t-shirts hats some banners uh, all kinds of cool stuff from cobalt kinetics so uh, make sure you guys take part in that Uh, you still got time we're going to announce the winner in the next episode so it gives you a few more days to get over there and try to win you some cool swag from cobalt X Steel Targets. You can go check those guys out at xsteeltargets.com and get you some awesome AR500 steel targets. X Steel Targets. Multicam. Check them out at multicampattern.com. Still got the uh, lead sled in the works to get wrapped. Just have a, a few more sponsors to get their logos in and we ready to, to get that thing underway. In this episode, we're going to introduce to you guys... Uh, if you're not familiar with the Big Three East event, we've got uh, Schwell, Ansel Robinson, and C.J. Johnson in with us to tell you guys a little more in-depth about uh, not only the uh, the event, but the facility out there. Uh, it's just freaking amazing. And uh, over the next few weeks, you guys are going to hear uh, from the manufacturers, some of the other media guys that were out there that we interviewed, and it's just going to be it's going to be awesome. Make sure you're checking our YouTube channel as well. I've got just tons of video from that that I'm going to be releasing uh, as well. So uh, you guys just uh, sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and uh, be prepared for several more awesome episodes coming from that event, the Big Three East. And one more thing before we get started, I'd like to give a huge thanks to my buddies over at the VSO Gun Channel, Spectre, 
uh, man, really appreciate you hooking us up with CJ and the guys there at the Big Three East uh, during SHOT Show this year. Uh, without that introduction, uh, you know, none of this would have been possible. Just an amazing time, uh, not only uh, out there to see the you know, the manufacturers and all the, the stuff that's going to be coming up that uh, a lot of the people are not going to get to see until the next SHOT Show. Uh, and then they're actually going to have another event. This is the first of two. This is a biannual event. And there's another one in October that we're going to get to go to as well. Again, I just wanted to give a big shout out to Curtis, uh, the VSO Gun Channel. You guys check them out. They're going to have amazing coverage of this event as well. They always do. Uh, they're kind of veterans of the of the event. Our first time there, kind of didn't know what to expect. But, uh, you know, like we've said many times over, this industry is tight-knit. It's close. Everybody is very uh, welcoming. And uh, you know, you're going to hear that from the, the interviews that I did. And you're going to see it from the videos. Uh, you guys enjoy the show. Nordic Components is an American-owned manufacturing company proud to produce quality products right here in the USA. As a company, we continually invest in our manufacturing capabilities to ensure that all of our products are the highest quality and most efficiently produced parts available. The Nordic Components business consists of two segments, manufacturing and sales. Our manufacturing business works to provide custom machine components for a variety of applications with our specialty being firearm components. The sales business produces lines of branded firearm accessories to enhance and elevate the shooting experience. We are a company owned and operated by individuals devoted to shooting sports, and many of us shoot competitively. We attend and sponsor a number of events around the country each year where we listen to you, the consumer, and are proud to say that all of our firearm components are a direct result of your input. As a firearms accessory provider, our aim is simple. Provide shooting enthusiasts with innovative products of uncompromising performance and reliability. Nordic Components. Check us out at nordiccomp.com. All right, all right, all right, Leadheads. Welcome back to the Nordic Components Talking Lead podcast. We are broadcasting at the Big Three East. I finally made it. Made it down here. You guys heard me talk about this for the last, uh, ever since SHOT Show. I've been talking about it. Been excited to get down here, and it has exceeded my expectations. This place is freaking phenomenal. Joining me today, I have the creators of this event, and we're going to go around the mic and everybody introduce yourself. Swell, director of marketing and media. Swell. Yeah, Quentin, director of training. Q. I'm CJ, and basically I'm the thought process behind all of this, and the president, and the uh, you the man. I'm also the janitor, so I I do <laughs> I do the top and bottom. You pump and do pump, all that. Pump and plant targets and, uh, yeah, build building. There you go. Keep people on track. So, yeah, um, you didn't do it justice when you were describing this place to me at SHOT Show. The aerial view kind of gave me a you know rough idea, but coming down here, I mean, wow. This place is it's well, a dream, man. Well, you gotta, love it. you got to understand this. The place that I described to you uh, at SHOT Show didn't exist. <laughs> or or it, or it or the place that I described to you existed, right? But the place that you're at now didn't exist. Every year we take the stuff that we have set up and we take swells looking around. We got Tanner. What right. the hell is that? We got U.S. chemicals going off on the range. Is that what it is? Okay. Everybody's thinking we got A10s coming in. I thought no, somebody's moving furniture back here. No, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. U.S. chemicals just down there doing a little release. Okay. Uh, but no, this this facility that you're looking at now, the classroom that we're in now, it was here. And the 14-bed 14, uh, 14 bunkhouse was here. I thought you were going to say 1492 it was here. <laughs> Technically, the ground was here in 1492. It was. Uh, it but was. not the bunkhouses. These are, these are portables that we picked up from the county. 
Uh, but the 40 by 80 build, and now that we're using for the briefing hall and everything else, that wasn't here. The rifle range on the back that you're looking at at the 100 yards with the uh, was only 13 bays, and we increased it to 16 bays. And that's 16 okay. 12-foot, 12, 12 by 12 bays on wooden deck, overhead right. cover, uh, with our targets out there. You know, and it's it. you have to really uh, come down here to experience it. It's like... Uh, you do. I mean, the, the, the words don't describe it. So what you guys need to do is there's a ton of content creators down here, media guys. There's going to be videos. There's going to be social media posts. There's going to be articles written, pictures taken. And if you guys just Google the Big Three East, uh, that's going to be one way to find stuff. And obviously, talking lead, you're going to go here. A lot of the guests that I'm going to be having on the show uh, they're going to give you their websites, their Facebook pages, uh, the companies. The I'm going to have a lot of the content creators on here as well. And uh, you're going to have lots of places to go and see everything that's going on here. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and, and I guess the best way to describe this place or anything else is the feeling when you get here for the first time. It's like the first time shooting a machine gun. If, if you've never done it before, I could tell you how awesome it is until you pull that trigger. Then you're like, wow. Yeah. You know, you don't get that fill until you're actually here. And, and we've not had anybody that's come here that hasn't tried to come back. And now, as you know, we have the major players here. Yeah. And it's my understanding that this is your biggest one that you've had. And how long, how many years you've been doing this? Well, this isn't the biggest one that we've had. This has the largest companies, uh, you know, the, the size of the companies. Cause we oh, have, okay. Because uh, we have Colt, FN, we have major companies. We always have X number of, of companies here. Some are smaller or anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, not anything else, but they're smaller or different types of companies. Right. Um, but we brought Glock in last year. Corey, uh, Corey came oh, Corey, in. Corey, yeah. Jones We came hung in. out with Corey last night. Yeah. And, uh, oh, so. That's where I was between 7 and 11, whenever you asked me. You mean, you mean 11 and 7. 11 and 7. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so you, you got, you're, you're probably feeling better than Corey is because I think he's napping. Yeah. But, I don't uh, think he's made it in yet. Corey came down with Glock and, and, you know, Glock is reaching out to try to be more friendly toward the customer base and stuff like that. They have excellent products. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came down here last year and it pretty much opened the floodgates because Glock was here. So Colt was like, well, why aren't we invited? And Taurus was like, hey, hold up. If Colt's there. We want to be there. <laughs> and then you had FN was like, well, well if they're going to be there, I'm going to be there. So now oh, we, yeah. we have a lot of the major companies that are coming down here. And of course, you know, Polycase, HPR, uh, Bond Arms. So we, we have these companies which, you know, are multi-million dollar companies. And Glock, of course, which does a billion dollars in sales. Oh, yeah. And they're coming down here to the site. So that's really what's given us the push where it's at. It's like a billion a day, isn't it? That's that's what I spend getting ready for for the big for the big three (laughs) a billion a day yeah you know and 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 we do this as a as a low cost alternative for Breda Glock Colt to to bring forty content creators to one location and pay for their hotels and pay for their food and pay for their lodging and set up a facility with RSOs and everything else it would cost them you know well over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars so their whole budget for the year would be shut well maybe not Colts. but most companies' sure. budget would yeah. be shot. And we bring them in for, you know, 2%, 1% of what that actually is, and we pair up other companies. So everybody cost shares, and everybody gets the benefit of the same 40 riders that have the opportunity to go out and see their product. Um, you know, so it works yeah. really well. Yeah. It's it's a good mix. You're doing a very good mix with it. Definitely. You guys chime in anytime you want to. Don't be afraid of the mics. We're I know Swell's not. We're not. We're You're not. just tired, aren't you? Is that what it is? No, not really. I'm I'm ready Getting to get everything. You get everything set up. Right. We uh we put in a lot of work. These guys put in a lot of work at the range. You know, I do the social media side of things. I do the the marketing side and get the things out on the internet. 
while they're out here building the range, putting up the new buildings, putting down new roads, adding bays to the to the range. So, you know, I went in for brain surgery in January, came out, and there was a slab for a new building that I didn't know was coming. You know, so whereas folks who hear about the event are surprised, I'm here. I live 15 minutes away, and I'm still surprised at how much work that they get done in such a short period of time right. to change it's like a bunch of worker bees running around here. No, it's yeah. not. It's not a bunch of worker bees. There's, you know? like, there's like three bees. There's three. <laughs> yeah. I've I've seen all these tan shirts everywhere. I'm like, man, oh. he's got an army down here. Well, we have we have volunteers that come here and help us. People that come in and put peri- uh, time for there and everything else. You you've got the mainstay part of the staff, uh, and you you're really uh, we're we're missing two members of the the staff here. Mm-hmm. You're cheap and didn't bring the extra microphone. <laughs> um, Rich well, Elliott. Rich it gets Elliott. hot in here. Rich Elliott is one of the guys that also that helped does Big Three, and then we have uh, Don Wilson, uh, who's the VP here, and he's really the the guy that's helping us with the financial side of of moving this thing forward. Right. You know, it's it's the small group of people that has a vision, and then we have uh, some really dedicated people that have been out here doing construction stuff. Uh, Jake Boyer, um, he's one of the guys who comes out here and has been a mainstay of, of really. Um, helping us put this together. You know, I'm a, an old army vet. And I'm really good at breaking stuff, but it's hard for me to build stuff without it, uh, without, yeah. it without it not being leaning. Yeah, yeah. Talk about how you guys came up with this concept for the big three. Where did that come from? The well, the concept for the big three and how it all started and everything else was. Uh, it's funny because it, it involved me and a Navy SEAL uh, at a time. That I was, can't be a good mix. <laughs> Well, it was alright for me. I it was mean, good for you. I came out. I came out on top. Good of, for him. I came out on top of that one. But he still got both his eyes. So uh, <laughs> different, different pirates all together. <laughs> uh, we were in Vegas at Chat Show. I'd made a long shot while I was in Iraq, and and we were there. And uh, this Navy SEAL that was an instructor was telling me that that shot couldn't be done, and all this other stuff that was there. Although there are shots three times that now. Yeah. And it was sort of an argument, and I didn't have anything you know, to, to go back with it or anything else. And I had my mother-in-law and my father-in-law with me when the stuff was going on. So I just hit the guy with a plate and walked off. And then a couple months later, there was a invite. And at the time, I was looking at, if I was looking at for a career, I was an E-7 in the Army getting ready to retire and trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And so I started writing for Soldier Fortune Magazine, Book of the AK, and uh, inter- Intermediate Publications. And uh, I got invited to this huge writer's event in Texas. And um, apparently these SEALs were going, and they found out that I were going, and they told the guy, hey, it's on, huh? you're not going to go to this. You know, They said, hey, we're not going to go to this event if you bring this guy down here. You know, really? Because basically he's a prick, and you know he snuck up on one of, a guy, one of our guys and all this other stuff. So long story short, um, basically they said. I didn't think he could sneak up on a, sne- on a SEAL. Well, he saw it coming. It was a big white plate. Um <laughs> I guess it was the fact that I didn't stay there and wait for his support yeah. uh, to come in. Long story short, they told me I couldn't come to the event. The guy said, I'm sorry, but the Navy SEALs are more important than you are. Hmm. So David Fortier writes for Intermedia, Shotgun News. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stepped forward and said, hey, we're going we're to do our own event. So we started our own writer's event. In October, it'll be 10 years. Wow. Okay. So first event had Alexander Arms, had a flashlight company called uh, Pentagon, who was got, they got sued and put out of business by sure. <laughs> it basically made Surefire lights with their logo on it. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, Alexander Arms and, and uh, Bushnell supported the first hunt that we ever did on. And then it was in Kansas for a couple years, and we struggled. And, you know, this thing was all paid out of pocket. We invited writers to come. Writers mm-hmm. would pay out of their own pocket, and the companies would come, and we paid for the food and, and everything with us. And it, it wasn't until finally we sat down and said, look, we— sort of got something here and 
let's take it the next step forward, which we did. And uh, I was doing some work for Intermedia and their roundtable that they have. And I said, you know, we can do this better. Mm -hmm. So we poured the spice up on it, changed it from being a one-day event to a three-day event. And uh, it quickly became over my head. Um, <laughs> Quentin Carter, who's one of my Blackwater brothers from Iraq and uh, a great friend that I trust, you know, I brought him on board to help do the training and stuff. And sort of share his vision on where we needed to go because this is a private training facility that we have. Mm -hmm. And of course, It's not just this one event that, that you do each year. You, you use this thing year-round. Right. Well, we, we keep it. It's, it's private, so we're not selling memberships or anything else, but we have companies right. to come down to do product testing. Uh, we do our carbine classes and everything else. We do a lot of the same tactical classes of the people that you see on YouTube, That the stuff that they're doing and they're screaming and yelling. Mm -hmm. um, we just do it where we teach people good skill sets. Um, and, you know, we don't look like assholes on, on the Internet doing it and, and putting ourselves out there for everybody else to go ahead and, and pick apart the training and stuff that we do. Right. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. You're working on that, Shoel. I'm Shoyle. working on that. And, yes, uh, and that being said, with me and Q, both knuckle draggers, uh, combat guys going up on there, we had to have somebody that could come and do the smart stuff on the side of the house, which is where Swell came in. Right. Uh, very talented. He came in and is doing the social media and doing a great job, and he's keeping us keeping us locked on to where we need to be at to be successful. You're awful quiet over there, Q. Just listening, man. Come Just on, listening. man. Let's hear it. Let's hear CJ's it. CJ's got plenty to say. Just sit here and listen. <laughs> He'll talk. He'll tell me. Yeah, That's tell what you. I deal with every day. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little. Mm. Lucky me. So, uh, Schwell. Yes, sir. You originally came to this as media, right? Exactly. In your shoes, came yeah. to the event. One of the luck of the draw things, I heard it being talked about weeks before the event in 2014. Knew nothing about it, but it's in my backyard. I live 15 minutes away. The power lines that you see running over the range actually run over my backyard. So okay. to find out that there's this big event. You can't be telling people the location as well. This is secret. I didn't give them the location. There's a lot of power lines in There'll Florida. be helicopters over us. <laughs> and After that Tannerite went off, I'm surprised there aren't. Oh, no, no. We've had. that's That was no Tannerite. I was talking about earlier today. That yeah, stuff. What that, was that? That U.S. chemical. Uh, tomorrow. As well. Uh, tomorrow we're blowing up two cars. We brought in a thousand nice. a thousand pounds from U.S. Chemicals. So if you guys thought the uh, lawnmower leg incident was pretty good, <laughs> uh, you should see what we do to minivans. Awesome. So, so you live nearby? Yes. Yeah. So yes. you attended. How long ago was your first event here? March of 2014. Okay, 2014. Coming home from a, a, a shot show, you know, you do the we do the the spin from shot show. Everybody's doing the live shows and talking about their experiences at shot show. Right. And I'm hearing about this event in Daytona Beach. How do I not know about it? I need to go. Yeah. Who do I need? To I call? need to be there. Yeah. Right. And uh, lucky enough, they get my information and they feel like I'm worthy enough to be here. You know, because. This is an invitation-only event. This is not something right. that we just want everybody with a gun who thinks that, you know, they can do gun reviews to come out here and do videos and or just to cover the event. Actually, actually he was a tag-along from somebody else that had the invite. <laughs> and uh, and he, right. he's the tag-along, and then he showed up, and we really liked him. Was that Tech Daddy, maybe? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, we, we really liked him and sort of kicked Tech Daddy to the curb for a little while. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know. So it, it obviously matured from there, uh, and now you're, you're on staff here. You're yes. working with these guys. I, I, I mean, staff is a is a dry word. Well, correct opinion. me. This is this is this is your family. partner. Yeah, I would. It's a brotherhood. Family, yeah, we, brotherhood. I would, I would do anything for these guys at this point, you know. And I've only known them for two years. They're they're prior army. I'm prior air force. So you know, there's there's always that. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. but we're all veterans. You know, we've all been through some things, and uh, we support the hell out of each other. I've seen things. Right. I've seen some things. That's right. I've seen things. <laughs> Don't judge me. You haven't seen. What I've seen. <laughs> 
you know, they, uh, it, it's just been great. And it's not just me. My wife is involved in everything that goes on here. So when I say it's a family environment, these guys take care of one another. And it's, a, it's a, a pleasure and an honor to be a part of something that has grown to be as big as it is. When I came for the first time, we were in the barn, the, the, the first building you see when you come on property. Really? Yes. And to see where it is now, night and day. So that was, uh, what, three three years ago? Well, you know, uh, four events. This is the fifth event that I have. The fifth one? Yes, sir. And it's matured this much. That's from that little barn over there. Well, actually, the first event that we held actually here was a pop-up with a folding table in half um, (laughs) and a camper. And the camper was a toad camper. Nice. Um, So that was the first event that we had here in Florida. Uh, we came in, built built some berm work and stuff to come up on it. And that's when a lot of the stuff I was doing myself and sort of had my vision to go up there on it. The building was something that had to be here because the tents weren't working. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the building up, and the first year we had the building up, I want to say the building was up in 2014. Uh, I'd have to go back and look at some stuff. But when we got the building up is when we were finally able to start doing stuff. But we used to do everybody, and that, I mean, it's, you know, it's 800 square foot, and yeah. everybody that came to the big three was in that one building and you know really what gave us our big push you know to get us to where we were able to get momentum and to move forward was iwi the bullpup was actually introduced here when they first came into country mm-hmm. and the first videos that was done for it and everything else and then iwi has been really good every every new thing they're coming out the galil whenever they introduce it they do it here and we we do this twice a year so we do it in march so everybody that don't have any their product ready at shot show mm-hmm. Uh, when they get it back, testing and stuff can be done, and then we can get the product in print because the print's a long process. I mean, it's you you record and then push a button and everybody hears it. Print, it's got to go through editors, it's got to get written, it's got to go to publishers, mm-hmm. and then it's then it's got to get print. You think it's that easy? Yeah, I gotta edit this, shit, man. <laughs> well, it's well maybe swell. I'm just kidding. maybe maybe swell. <laughs> you know, we can't all be as perfect <laughs> as him. You know, he he's one take mofo. You know, he'll get right. it done just like that. So, so we do it, and, and we, the, the March event gets all the publications ready in the, for the products for NRA. And then we have a fall event, which we do in October, which gets all the new products that everybody wants to showcase at SHOT Show right. into publications for SHOT Show. So that's why we have it two times a year. And we were really forced to do that because right now we have about 35 companies here, and this is really the max that we can have as far as being able to facilitate it and keep still, it manageable. Well, yeah. keep it keep it manageable as far as personnel, and keep it safe, and then keep the companies having the good flow, so where they're just not inundated. Um, you know, shot show industry day. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just inundated with people that you don't know who's there, and this right. way, people just flooding in, flooding right. out. You have a you have a steady flow of media content creators, um, but they're not standing around waiting in line. Yeah. So you actually have time to talk and, and get your product out. What there. I really like is the the presentations that you do in the mornings. The companies actually get up in front and, you know, everybody has an opportunity to actually hear and, you know, see the stuff. And then you've got the opportunity to do your private one-on-one videos and shoot and whatever hands-on kind of thing. And you wouldn't think that, but that is such a struggle because really the video video people want to see the boom, boom, bang, bang. They want to see the guns firing and they want to see themselves on camera shooting. So they don't care about the blah, blah, blah. Right. The writer wants you to send him the gun because he's going to sit down and chronograph it and find out everything there is to know about it, break it apart, get his good articles and his pictures. So the writer needs all of that blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So we have to have that balance to where it's not three days or two days of nothing but dryness. And so that's why we have the break where, you know, even if you haven't done your product yet, you're going to get to go shoot stuff. Yeah. Well, I like the blah, blah, blah because it gives me an idea of what I want to video at that point and how I want right. to approach the video. 
you know, what I want to get videos of. So I really appreciate the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, you know, that that's just my opinion on the the presentations. Yeah. Take it for what you will. You know, and, and you're right. The blah, blah, blah has to be out there. And, and, you know, but I'm just saying a lot of the YouTube content creators, they really like that the visual stuff that blow up and everything else, you know, and we're, we're trying yeah. to do this crossover. And I think it's doing good. And I like the presentations, too. You know, but you'd be surprised how many people in this professional industry that we have that don't know how to do a presentation. You know, you get up there, you put the facts out. This is what I have. Mm-hmm. This is what's new. This is what it can do. This is what we're looking at for the future. Are there any questions? Right. Come by the booth and get more. Yeah, know? absolutely. Just leave it at that. Because, you know, and then we have some of the writers, you know, are just as bad because they'll ask questions about what were you thinking on your marketing plan and, uh-huh. you know, stuff you're not going to write an article about. Or they're up there trying to sell a sling like, I don't know, I'll just name a couple, like Savvy Sniper, like mm. Brian is trying to... I gotta to, say, he, he he had a great presentation. Brian has a great presentation, but yeah. you know nothing about his sling because he talked about everything but his sling. Yeah. You know nothing about his product, how he started it. You know that he wants a lever action deer rifle, <laughs> but you don't, that's all you remember about his presentation, nothing about... No, I do remember that he wants to work with, with Butler Creek on making the padded uh, sling with them. Right, he, there's, yeah, he wants, he's named other companies that yeah, he wants yeah, to work with, yeah. but... <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what's coming out new for his product or anything else. And that's, you know, that's some of the stuff we're at. And, and we actually mentor our companies and try to lead them into the right direction to be able to come, you know, that way. And, and how they can be successful here. Yeah. We actually have quite a bit of, you know, and some of these magazines don't realize that they're hesitant to send a lot of writers down here. But we have quite a lot of pull on where these companies do their advertising dollars because they've been with us for a while. And they ask us where the trend is, where the writer's coming from, where mm-hmm. do they need to add at. And, you know, and, and we push them toward magazines. Yeah. Magazines need help because the print media is, you know, is it's slow, dying. slowly dying. It's dying. You know, the, the advantage of magazines are it's, it'll be on that doctor's office table for 10 years. Mm-hmm. You can stick it in your backpack. And if anything ever happens to the grid, you'll be able to yeah. I mean, op- open it up and read it right there. I'm a, I'm a prime example of old school. You know, I still like the touchy-feely you know, of a magazine, you know, so I've got, you know, I've got recoil right here, and, uh, that's not cheap, that's a cute recoil, yeah. when did recoil start doing centerfolds? Centerfolds, you know, oh, sorry, wrong magazine, <laughs> <laughs> I also like the, uh, yeah, those magazines, no, but, yeah, I mean, I don't think print media is ever going to go away, it's, it's still going to be there, but they've, you know, they've got to come up with, you know, new, innovative, fresh ways, like Recoil has done, to bring and keep, you know... Well, you have to cross over. The buyers. There has to be a crossover to go with. You can have Hybrid, all the... Hybrid. Yeah. Yep, you, you can have the online stuff, but you got to have the magazines, but they're going to have to cross over, you know, and you get your print writers, and you get your YouTubers, and you get them to cross over, so the YouTube your guy bloggers is, and, you know, all Your that. YouTube guy is doing, he's, he's doing something with a writer, and... You know, and the guy that's watching his video is like, wow, this David Fortier really knows what he's talking about in this video. I think I'm going to look up some of his writings that he did. Right. And then David Fortier talks about a video that he did with VSO, and they're mm-hmm. like, well, I'm not for sure who that is, but David Fortier knows what he's talking about. I'm going to go check out this video to see what David Fortier looks like and see what's going on. And then they're like, wow, this guy at VSO just got a Palmetto State AR, and he's dragging it behind a truck and hitting it against the tree. Mm-hmm. This stuff is awesome. Yeah. You know, and so you're getting people to cross over that way, and that's going to help their, you know, their medium. But the executives and stuff have to realize you're just not going to be able to force one there. You have to you have to change or you're going to die like the dinosaurs. Yeah. 
you know, or you do, like you said, a hybrid. You know, Recoil's got the, the website that they yep. do as well, and a lot of the articles that go in the magazine uh, will go there, but then they've got new, fresh articles that are, you know, you only get on the on their website. Right, and I mean, you know, and, and they're trying to cover both medias that way, and yeah. and they've almost got to do it because, I mean, look at where you're at now. I yeah. mean, we're, we are eight miles from Daytona Beach, but, I mean, you're not getting up a magazine and reading it. You're trying to grab something on your Internet, you mm-hmm. know. No, the interwebs. Uh, so you want it? You want to grab it and see what's there and read it and have it in there with you. Yeah, absolutely. Shwell, what's your opinion on that? I agree with all of that. I think we need to be there. Needs to be diversity in how we get the content out there. Because mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, I love reading magazines when I'm doing my business in mm-hmm. the morning before I do my business. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and uh, that's the best way to do it. When when I'm traveling, you know, I'm at yes, the sir. airport or something like that. Uh, I don't like lugging my my laptop out trying to find a power port uh, right. you know worry about my battery's dying so that's why i had the magazine is you know for me to to read kill time while i'm traveling sitting right. and i'm layover in Atlanta. and i'm the exact same way i don't like trying to find powerpoints or drag a bags through airports that's why i drive yeah so it's, forget the airport i'm not putting my destiny in control of some guy who or may or may <laughs> not be having a bad day <laughs> so um got a quick question for you okay if you could uh Go to the range, yeah, with anybody, a living or dead, and they weren't characters from Tombstone. <laughs> no characters from Tombstone. Okay, uh, who would it be? Anybody. Anybody. Um, I would like to. Uh, I like to go with my dad. Well, that's pretty awesome. I'd really like to have uh, my dad back. Yeah, that'd be awesome. He uh, he didn't have it. He died before I got into this industry. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He would really enjoy what I'm doing right now. No, that is awesome. You're going to make me cry, man. You almost made me cry, tearing, <laughs> tearing up over here. He stole your moment. Now he, now you can't return the question to him later. Uh-huh. That's what he did. Yes, I see what he did there, mm-hmm. but little does he know I got something else prepared for him. <laughs> <laughs> After the the briefings, um, we'll just kind of go through a flow of a day here at the Big Three. Uh, we usually break for lunch after that right but what the unique thing about big three and and swell you jump in here anytime i'm sort of sort of being a mic hog right now the whole thing about the big three and, and the concept behind it is is you know like i said i used to work for intermedia before they were bought out and there's the round table effect that they have with these magazines entice companies in to try to get them to advertise and they have this half a day thing where they come in and the amount of money that's wasted considering the content that you get out of it if you're not a major advertiser with one of these magazines, you don't get invited. Um, and I know that because I'm a consultant for a couple other companies, and I did you know, almost $100,000 in ads to right. this one particular company. And $100,000 in ads wasn't enough to get us, a, oh it wasn't enough to get us an invite um, you know, to this place. So instead of, uh, you know, instead of paying these companies paying $35,000 for a cover on a magazine or or $3,500 for a full-page color ad inside of a magazine. And that's on the low end for, say, uh, Firearms News or something like that. You know, they can come in here for a very small dollar amount, and they can get an article (laughs) in those magazines. Yeah, several. And not just that. They get to to hit several different magazines up, and, you know, and that's how they get their product moving. And the, the best thing about this is this event is for innovators. We bring engineers in from... Colt, and we bring engineers in from FN. Mm-hmm. And these engineers and stuff, because this really isn't a marketing place. We say, hey, you know, we, we want you to have sh- shoes and, you know, and a shirt, uh, but we didn't want it to be a collar shirt. You know, we mm-hmm. don't want you to come in in your, uh, your fancy 
whatever city slicker shoes are. You know, we want you to come in and, you know, your chucks or your work boots because you're going to come out here and you're going to get dirty and you're going to enjoy yourself. Um, That's what this facility is. You know, you're going to sweat and uh, you're going to do stuff that you you haven't done before. The PowerPoint's left behind. You're not going to fool with with that. You're going to, you've got 15 to 20 minutes just to give a heads up. This is what's going on with my stuff. Come on out and see me. And then you get to interact with all of these other personnels and engineers from these other companies. You know, when you talk about products design, yeah. And we have several companies that are here and, and several products, um, you know, that are million-dollar companies now where they've started off working in the garage or something else just mm-hmm. because people had the connection to be able to help them and go forward. Right. You know, and, and I, I sort of want to pat Big Three on the back because there are several companies right now, you know, that employ thousands of workers, you know, and, and thousands, you know, 2,000 to 2,500 in that area. They started working here out of your garage. And now these things are being manufactured and they're being sold and, and right. people like that product. And, you know, we got that guy, his start and got him pushed forward, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's jobs in the American economy and everything else that we Absolutely. did um, as a group of big three trying to big three trying to do that. And it's just all off the free enterprise system. You know, we love everybody. Yeah. Recoil, you've got a great magazine, Harris. <laughs> you got, you know, Black Rifles is awesome. Yeah. You know, Survivor's Edge, you know, a great magazine. We we like those magazines and stuff like Absolutely. that. And writers from all of them are invited. And we want all of them to get an article from Colt, FN, IWI, you know, the companies we've had here, mm-hmm. Glock, Taurus. Head down. You know, head down, absolutely. Armory, Hartman Optics, yeah. You know, all and, kinds of people. Yes, sir. And, you know, and, and they keep coming down here and enjoying the event. And we keep trying to get that marketing dollars and stuff out there for them. Now, I know that... Uh, there's somewhere around what 40 49 companies that were here so. uh there's 40 we're we're pretty much this thing was never designed to be as big as it is now mm-hmm. um if you were here in october you know uh, we, we well we covered this a little bit ago we if you were here in october this place is completely changed yeah and every time the advertising dollars or the money that we get for the companies to attend that we don't pay for our cost to put on it goes right back into the property where we started out with a four foot berm mm-hmm. and a pop-up uh, about five years ago, we have a 3,200-square-foot briefing area now. Uh, we have a 100-yard range with 16 12-by-12 wooden deck covered base, mm-hmm. better than what our county has. I understand. It was like six months ago that you, you had that, right? No. It was we. We put that in. Uh, we put that in two days before the event in October. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, there's a great deal of money that's put out here in this stuff, but it's all been the return from the companies. You know, and it's if you go rent a range or something else, or you know, when you've got a guy that's your mechanic, and every time you t- you give him a lot of money to fix your car, and you show up at his house, and he's still driving that piece of junk car, <laughs> you know, you like to see where your money going. And a lot of these companies here, they come back and they see every time that we put their money. It's back into this project growing. to yeah. make sure that when they come down here, you know, it's very it's very accessible. You know, where else in the world can you call up a place and say, hey, we're coming down to do a shoot at your place and we're going to ship our stuff because we don't want to carry it. And we want you to pick it up, offload it, store it, hold it till we get there. And when we show up, we want you to deliver it to our spot on the range and we'll pick where we want to be on the range. And then you unpack it and we're going to set up and shoot. And, oh, by the way, when we're done, we're going to stick it in the boxes, and we want you to pack it, load it, move it, and ship it back to us. Where else is that done? And we do all of that here. That's a lot of work. 
it's a lot of work and no it saves doubt. you know if, if a company has to try to throw stuff onto an airplane and pelican cases and the extra baggage fees and mm-hmm. the overweight and everything else it's a huge cost factor yes. versus Plus it, it cuts down on the people that they they have to send so it cuts down oh, their yeah. cost absolutely you know you yeah. you have yellow freight to bring down two pallets of stuff you get everything that you need and then when the event's over with, your two pallets of stuff comes right back to you. You know, yeah. you have your minions in the warehouse, or you get to them when you can. Makes it much more attractive for them to, to go ahead and come on down here. Yeah. So I'm noticing over to the left, you've got kind of a layout of the of the place. Is that is that what that is? That's uh that was our which that'll be moved over into our new briefing area. Uh, for you listeners, mm-hmm. we're we're in our old briefing room, and our old briefing room that we had last year for the event. Uh, it, well, we can, we're sitting inside of it, and, and there's not even an echo. It's so small. <laughs> but it's got a whiteboard in it. This, these are old portable classrooms. Yeah. That's the layout of the range. And if you look at it, you'll recognize some of the stuff, but you don't see all the improvements are on there. I mean, the back yeah. range is on there. Uh, the tower is not on there, but some of the other stuff. And, you know, we have big changes coming up. The company's right. down here and had a great time. but Which is, is why the, the, I'm asking, um, in the future, you know, what do you got? What do you got planned? What do you got planned for? Oh, this place? for for October, we're like right now. Our pistol range and our rifle range are separated. Mm-hmm. Uh, pistol range are up front, and really we can get maybe eight companies on the pistol range uh, the way it sits now. So it's it's sort of close together. But the problem with that is is when you have companies like Colt, FN, uh, Century, IWI, and they all have sidearms that they want to bring uh, to shoot their pistol calibers with their rifle calibers. You know, you have to separate them, and that costs them more people. And then you have bouncing back and forth from the two sites, mm-hmm. even though they're 150 yards apart. Right. Um, you know, no no ranges that further away from each other. It still becomes logistics, you right. know, for the people to do it. So we're moving the pistol range from the front to the back, that same nice wood-covered deck that you shot off of. Right. We're moving the pistol range back there, and we're doing a 15 bay, 15 10 by 10 bays, uh, same overhead ten, same wooden deck, same shooting platform to go off of it. Right. And we're going to have a 25-yard impact berm there separated with the berm between the rifle and the pistol range, but still in line with it. Okay. Uh, to keep the rifles from going over and shooting the pistol targets and the pistol guys from trying to go ahead and shoot the shoot the rounds and the lancing rounds and stuff, you know, we, right. for the safety reason and stuff on the range. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be done. So that's the, the most recent thing that you're going to do the, well we the yeah, first on your list to get done it's what's up there <laughs> yeah well it, it's what's going to get done on the list first uh we're putting together a shoot house a 1500 square foot house with maneuverable walls awesome. it'll have a catwalk over the top of it it'll have a tin roof uh hooked up with electrical so you can stand over top of it and video it you can turn the lights off of inside of it and do the companies will be able to surefire will be able to come and do the lights and their lasers and you'll be able to stand up on top of the catwalk and film everything that goes inside. And it's great for training. We are a law enforcement division that we have mm-hmm. here. comes comes and trains with us a lot. So you'll be able to do all of that at that facility. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a one-man show most of the time out here. And it's it's just a beast to try to to try to get all this stuff. If you've never filled a tire with dirt before, <laughs> you just don't throw dirt in the center of it. You've actually got to pack the sidewalls and everything else with your hands. And it's... Oh, yeah. Each tire, process. each tire is two to three minutes, considering how big it is, if you have the dirt there already available. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of a monster. Right. Well, that shoot house sounds like that's going to be awesome. I hope that's uh, ready by next year. Yeah, the, the shoot house, and like I said, it's it will be ready, and it'll, it'll be there. Yeah. Uh, so what we're going to do is, is we're adding this pistol range back here, and it will be for 15 pistol companies that will be there. 
and I still haven't made my mind up yet whether it's going to be 10, you know, it's, <laughs> I don't do anything as well can tell you, you know, it's, you come down here and you're seeing some stuff and I, I dream pretty big. Oh yeah. Um, the, the pistol range, it's going to wind up having the lights and everything else set up the berms on either side of it. And I want to get a running man and electronics set up targets on it. So, uh, we can have the, the turns and stuff to go with it. So we're in, you guys out there listening, uh, we're in search for a, you know, a target company to, to work with us here some on this. So, uh, what, so we're, what we're, kind of targets we we would like some uh, reactive targets to be able to go with it. We would like some electronic ones so we can set them up and hit the little button and get them to turn. Okay. And, uh, you know, we, we've got tons of companies that come out here and then see the targets. And, okay. and, you know, once we get that done and we get the uh, shoot house done, we're leaving the front berm where it's at. So when the YouTubers decide that they want to do video work, you know, that puts that range, well, that's 300 yards. That puts, the, that, puts that front range 300 yards from the back range. Mm-hmm. And that gives them an opportunity to shoot suppressors and get, you know, the, the low noise level for the suppressors that lets right. them get the uh, to be able to fire up there and work on that side of the house you know so it's a it's a lot of stuff um that they're able to do mm-hmm. uh, and be successful here with it and they don't have to go anywhere else right you know i mean i don't know what facility on the east coast where you can go and have everything that that we have here and the tower is a huge addition you mm-hmm. know to be able to shoot out as far as it is and it, you know it was really sad that we have a thousand yard rifle lane and we didn't have a single optic company here you know not one optic company came up to it for really either this reason or that reason a little bit is that our is our fault on account of the marketing side of the house you know but, yeah but hey optic companies you know you want to show your optic out here and everything else we've we've got a place where you can do it we're so accommodating we will yeah. we will set up the the range over there we had already it, it, you've seen us because you got here early you've seen a stack of targets and stuff that we moved um, that were nothing but set up for visual aids, so you could set them up at different ranges and yeah. just compare optics to show how clear one optics was to the other one mm-hmm. by what you could see with it. You know, not just shooting, all of this other stuff that we're prepared to do. I mean, when you come to this event, and because we are choosy on who we come, you're just not walking through the door. I mean, it's mm-hmm. invitation only. And, and we do some passes on that. I mean, if you're a veteran-owned company and you're disabled, um, you know, we do That's that. Yeah. We do that a lot for our Blackwater brothers and stuff like that. People that have, you know, that that aren't in the industry that we were in, and we're trying to, you know, they're trying to make it now. And this is right. a little push that gets them what they need to be able yeah. to do it, and yeah. it doesn't cost us anything. We eat the cost on the food. We eat the space. You know, we we do four free spots every year, and awesome. those and those four free spots we do are for struggling companies. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a guy come in here, and and I kid you not, this guy showed up here, and he says. Hey, I got some batteries for a deer camera. And we're like, okay, that's pretty cool. And he said, but they're dead. And we're like, okay, what are you going to do? And he poured, went to the bathroom, peed in a jar, came out, poured the urine on them, and it charged the batteries. <laughs> were you like thinking this guy was nuts? No, the guy the guy made a pissed battery charger. I, I think it was nasty. You, you thought it was nasty? Yeah, it was nasty. But was it effective? It worked. It worked. It worked. And, you know, and, and I agree with Swell that he thinks it's nasty because he was in the Air Force and and he never he never sat in, you know in, in in close confines with twelve other dudes in an infantry squad holed up you know right. needing batteries to be able to use your nods to see what you're looking at you know <laughs> if you we could have rode poop up and got it in there you know <laughs> it made it work it <laughs> stick it up in there if it works you use what you got and I mean yeah. and it worked and now he's doing some stuff with some other agencies where he's got like a 
a multi-million dollar contract with wow. them, you know, testing his product. They're, the piss battery. These guys are, and that's what I call it. He's got like a salt water battery charger, but right. piss battery is much easier. Right. Urine, urine works. That's not how he, he doesn't market it as a, as a, as a piss battery. Right, right, But right. that's what we see in here after he says that it will work, you yeah. know, so. It uh it was a fantastic product and 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 that does also speak to how diverse we are here at Big Three with the with the media event. It's not purely the tactical. You're not going to come here and only see black guns. Mm-hmm. You're going to see a wide array of different. Uh, oh yeah, products yeah. Available you, on the market. Good variety, like Bond Arms. You know, you got Derringers here, right? Um, and then they've got their new one that they're going to be releasing. That was uh, based on the was it the. Uh, started with a B. Bastard. The bastard. Yeah. <laughs> no. The company. Uh, for the bulldog. The bulldog. Bulldog. Yeah. Yeah. Another company we had first time here this year was uh, H&M Gunworks, mm-hmm. and they had the F- STG 44. Those aren't being made. Most of the guys in the in the briefing had no idea what it was, but yeah. then you have those that are uh, that are uh, I like to call them gun nerds. Yeah. They were drooling over it. Oh know? yeah. So they're just waiting for it to be produced and. Uh, that's, that's and then you got the you know people with the accessories you know for the firearms like uh, uh, the guys at uh, Devil Dog Concepts right you know the side charging handle little thing that they developed that I thought that was shiznit fantastic love it as well as affordable very yeah very innovative uh, very useful uh, and affordable yeah just like you said mm-hmm. and easy to use and you don't need a gunsmith to put the thing on you know correct. So, Correct. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, that's just a small example of all the, the people who they were here. Can you name all the companies that were here? Negative. Without a list? Negative. Yeah, no, I'm can. not going to ask you to I do can. It. Can Yeah, you? I think I can. All right. Uh, we start, we're going to start off on the pistol line and go down through there. We're going to name. Um, we had Zenith. Uh, we had Spikes Tactical. We had uh, Eagle Imports and had Bursa down here. Mm-hmm. We had Glock. We had Triumph Target Systems. All right. We had Polycase. We had Taurus. And we had HPR Ammunition. And, and bond firearms, high threat concealment, high threat also high threat concealment and tactical, tactical walls. Yeah. Uh, on the back firing line, we had IWI, mm-hmm. we had Geisley, we had Colt, we had Head Down, we had M and M, Frontier Tactical, Frontier Tactical, MGI, Century Arms, Definitive Arms, DDI, DDI, CAA, Colt Competition, Colt Competition, which is separate from Colt. Right. They, are, they are two different entities two, under the same umbrella. Right, out of Texas. And I, I want to say something about them, too. Colt Competition, um, they got this marketing person, uh, Charlie, that came out uh, with them and really pushed their product and stuff out here to get them in here and really sold me the product um, to get them into the event. And mm-hmm. you have JD, which is uh, Dave, who owns the company's son, that came out here and did the presentations for the rifles. This kid can shoot, and I'm calling him a kid for a reason. He's 19 years old. This there kid can go. shoot, yeah. and he can do the presentations and stuff like that. And everybody's got an AR, and I'm not really pressed by ARs, but I I think they've got something good going on. You know, and, and Colt was one of those companies that we gave a slot to saying, hey, come on on here. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of writers and stuff that really appreciated being able to get with them on that side of the house because ordinarily they wouldn't be able to work with them. Right. You know, so that was something that was good on it. And uh, other than Colt Competition, we had... Palmetto State. Palmetto State Armory. Pan- Pantheon Arms, and a lot of guys know them from the Huntertown Yeah, Yeah, Huntertown, that's the sister company to Huntertown. Okay. Am- Amtac, they have some very, very cool suppressors. Uh, yep. FN Herstall was here, FN, and uh, that was another new company that hadn't been here in the past. You know, mm-hmm. to get them here was, was fantastic. RS uh, Regulate. RS Regulate. Uh, Savvy Sniper Snipers. that we mentioned, we mentioned yep. earlier. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. And uh, 
DDC, the Devil Dog. Devil Dog, Lansing. Lansing, yes, sir. We even had a visit from the Hog Dogs. You know, they even came down from, you know, they do the TV show on the Pursuit Channel. Right, I, I saw them. I, I'm not familiar with that show, but it looked uh, it looked pretty interesting. So these, these a lot of ladies. Ho- a lot of wholesome country girls that aren't afraid of animals go out and catch alligators and pigs and snakes. And they film it, and um, you know they're they're not wearing provocative clothing. You know they're they're dressed cute, uh, and they go out there and do that. And there's no drama to the show or anything else. It's just them going out there and getting their work in. Uh, the tactical RX, tactical, tactical RX. RX glasses, right. and we had our chemical company that was here also. USA Chemical Supply, who was a sponsor of the event. Head Down was a sponsor of the mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. Shootsteel.com, sponsor of the event. Uh, one company that wasn't here was uh, Hilux, but they are a sponsor of the event as well. Okay. Yeah, Hi- Hilux paid a sponsor fee uh, for here, but wasn't able to make it. Okay. Alexander Arms is a founding member of the Big Three, and he, unfortunately, uh, some travel arrangement wasn't able to win it, but he is uh, no. someone yeah. that's always here. Very cool. You know, and then and we have our companies for the uh, October, you know, one of the companies that aren't here because they come once a year and because we do hold two events you know we have remington here okay um dpms and we have midwest you know industry so those are going to be my next question so for the october one is it a different lineup that you have or it's well some of it's a different line of it i mean there's some companies that are going to come in here you know one or two companies that aren't a fit and we the problem that we have is, is this is such a good event for the companies and the turnout is all the companies want to come back. Mm-hmm. And we have, you know, some of the top writers in the industry, and it's hard to entice them to come back to write that. You know, a prime example is the 1911. Uh, it's a great handgun, but how many articles are on the 1911? Right. You know, as somebody else, you can only say so much about a 1911. Right. And so that's, so we have to pick and choose, and some other companies are real smart about that. They're like, hey, look, I don't have anything new coming out, um, you know, so I'm only going to be here in October. Remington was one of those companies, you know, Remington gotcha. and uh, DPMS is, the, you know, they're, they're mm-hmm. tagged up with them and that whole, uh, that whole group that they have set up. So right. there'll be more companies with them coming down, you know, uh, AAC will be down with them. And so we'll have, you know, multiple companies that roll in with them. So it'll be different in October, but you'll have some of the same players. Gotcha. You know, and, and Glock comes to the event, but they're not necessarily have a lot of new stuff to come out here, but Glock's really working hard on their public relations and stuff because everybody's trying to kill the giant mm-hmm. you know so they're being very accommodating to writers and stuff you know and, and Corey and ed and bob they're just uh you know they won the award for you know from, right. from the staff for being the best company this year yeah. because they Great are group of guys. they are so accommodating and stuff to the writers and everything here i mean they're they're an absolute pleasure to work with yeah do you want to talk about any any charitable non-profits that you guys that benefit from this or you guys try to we've supported the boy scouts of america for the last two years at least for my involvement they get to come out here and spend complete weekends here mm-hmm. at the facility they're able to go out and earn badges and do certain things uh out in out in the wilderness and also as as well as getting some firearms training we mm-hmm. let them come out here and we'll give them some training and cool. help them get familiar get a little merit badge for that exactly exactly awesome. so you know we've, we've supported that we also do charity events where USA Chemical Supply, who's one of our sponsors, they send us some of their binary. And we'll come out here and we'll do small explosions and uh, small demonstrations of the binary and let people make donations so that they can participate in it. We may blow up a garbage can or or something like that. And uh, people get to make donations and we'll give them to local charities like 
We supported uh, the was it bicycles with the Volusia County SWAT team the last time. Uh, the sheriff's department. Basically, basically what we do during the months of November and December, we hold classes out here, and we uh, we do it for two different things. And the main thing that we do is, you know, with the holidays coming up, we put uh, all of our resources. I'll do concealed carries every every time that somebody wants a class or the entire weekend to go through, mm-hmm. and all the money goes to the Central Florida Food Bank. That's to help out during that time period. That's awesome. And then we also do uh, classes and stuff in December, and all of that money goes to buy bicycles for the Volusia County Sheriff's Department to give out to the youth and stuff for Christmas. Very cool. So, you know, there, there's a hundred of stuff that we do for the charitable donations that we do, and one of the other things that we do is is we try to bring the young and upcoming writers or video person or YouTuber or iPod, we bring them out here and try to give them a chance and mentor them and everything else because... I mean, Swell didn't didn't become the great individual he is now because he woke up and said he was great. You know, it's it. Everybody has to start somewhere, right? You he's, know, he's lying. <laughs> you, you just woke up great. Yeah. <laughs> we we you know, if you look at the the attendees, the media that we bring in, you you know, they, we mentioned the Patrick Sweeney, the Dave Forty A's, the James Tar. We've seen these guys on TV. We know that these guys have been the editors of some of the most popular magazine in the, magazines in the world. Mm-hmm. But then we also have attendees at the uh, the two A guys in gear. Yeah. When when they came to the first their first event here in October, they had maybe five hundred subscribers at that time, maybe twenty videos. Mm-hmm. But we saw something in them that said that they had potential that they would be able to provide content for the companies that are here that we think that they could use. Mm-hmm. Some of the videos that they produce here at Big 3's media event end up on the websites for some of the manufacturers. Cool. And for me, that, that speaks a lot. That says that we are doing the right thing for both parties. Right, you making know, the right connections there. It, exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and we're not, you know, and, and that's what we're doing is making the connections, and we're doing the opportunity. I mean, you may have heard of the Military Arms Channel one, a guy named Tim Harnsman who's, I think uh, yeah, he who's may have running, been on our show once or twice. I don't. Yeah, who's yeah, running yeah, full? Yeah, yeah. Who's running full thirty? You know, Harmsman really got his start. He was starting to do video work and stuff. And when Big Three was kicking off and rolling around, he's one of the guys that that was a regular with us, and he mm-hmm. still comes now uh, when he has the opportunity. But really, his yeah, push and with the media and everything man, else yeah. was right here. And that's all because you know we we gave the guy a chance and brought him in. And you know, I'm sure there's a lot of readers out there that know who James Grant is or Jim Grant. Mm-hmm. You know, we brought Jim Grant as an unknown, and he's got a lot of articles and stuff that's going out there, his talent that's there. And, you know, we've brought in people that got rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> Exercise? Yeah, we've, we've got some we've yeah. got some people. The extracist? That, we've got some people that, you know, we've, we've put on the, you know, don't not yeah. have any contact with at all just because, you know, they're into the industry for the wrong reason. Just didn't have the right chemistry. Yeah, and the, yeah. I mean, the big three was never designed to be a huge profit thing. The big three was designed to help small companies uh, and struggling writers and stuff to be able to get jobs uh, with that. And it's just more morphed in. I mean, it's been so successful that it's a business now. Right. You know, and and we're going to have to start looking at, you know, paying people. I mean, Swell's going to get a paycheck. I mean, it's crazy. Hey, I got that recorded too, Swell. (laughs) I didn't didn't say how big of a paycheck. but uh, We'll work for ammo. We know, you and, you know, he should, he's probably behind on his. I got you. He's probably behind on his on his uh, on his work. On his considering dues, his ammo, his dues. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of ammo shot at the end of the day. Do you have any idea how many rounds were? We we tell each company to bring anywhere from uh, two thousand to five thousand rounds per, per caliber. Yeah, per caliber. Per, per caliber. caliber. Because some events, 
you, your gun may only you may only expend fifteen hundred rounds throughout mm-hmm. the three days. But then there are others like this one where they're they're shooting three thousand rounds per day. You know, and uh, it it adds up. Yeah, we don't want people to run out of ammunition at an event like this. Right. Well, you know, and you know, we. And we We've been pretty lucky because, you know, I, I'm a consultant with Wolf, and Wolf is one of our sponsors and stuff, and they always send ammo and stuff out for that, and we always slide that down to the other companies and stuff that run out of ammunition to help all the cost on that. Right. And then we partner up. Bond, for instance, uh, with their Dillinger, they came here, and um, they were low on ammo because of the other stuff that they did, and we simply walked over to HPR and says, hey, Bond could use a little hand. And mm-hmm. uh, HPR just opened their arms up and, and pretty much supplied all their ammo for this event. You know, the companies are so great when they come here. HPR, you know, $30 a box for ammo showed up to this event with a pallet. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a 780 pounds of ammunition. That's an impressive round, too. It It is, and they left me they left me with, I think, a half a case of 10 millimeter. Very noticeable reduction in recoil on the 45 that I shot through the, the bond. I shot the normal ball 45, and then I shot their 45 through it, and, and it was night and day. You know, well, that's why they have a couple of big contracts going on yeah, right I guess now so, with, yeah. uh, with law enforcement. Yeah. Uh, you know, good companies and, and the ammunition and stuff that, that's expended is crazy. Colt, Colt brought down a pallet of ammunition, and they're shipping back guns. Um, you know, IWI brought down a pallet of ammunition, and they're shipping back guns. Yeah. You know, and they just expend the ammunition that's here for anybody that comes up to want to shoot, you know. Yeah. And it's it becomes a... That's what it's there for, yeah. You know, I mean, absolutely, because you you go to SHOT Show. A prime example is, and I'm not knocking uh, what's going on in SHOT Show and mm-hmm. what's going on Range Day. I have... Well, it's a different... Well, I have... I have a different event. Yeah. I have, yeah. you know, I have no idea or interest of wanting to go out there and replace or even trying to do an event out there with that because uh, those guys those guys out there with what they're doing, you know, you, you have a guy that shows up to your booth and you don't know who this guy is. And you have so many people that are at your booth trying to shoot because I've been to industry day or range day, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can't talk to the guy because you got 15 people waiting in line to shoot the rifle. And all that happens is you burn, oh, yeah. you burn a rifle up. You burn up ammo, and then you got nothing out of it. Once huh. again, I'm not knocking them. It's the staff that's working. It, yeah. It's originally designed to do something great for the industry, and it's good for the companies that are already going to be in the Vegas to get people from all over the world to look at it. Yeah. We just don't do that here. Yeah. It's it's a vetted vetted company to be here. Now, if you're with Glock, you're here, and you would like to shoot IWI's rifle and everything else and vice versa, that absolutely takes place. Oh, yeah. But other than that, Joe Blow off the streets, not rolling up here in his taxi cab and Ripping range, rounds down range. That doesn't happen, you know. So you 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 save money on ammunition and other stuff, and every bullet that you send down range is something that helps support your company. Yeah. And we just don't do you know bullets well and bullets and bangs and blow up either. I mean, we do we do gear company, you know. Oh, we, yeah. we do bags yeah. and whack outdoors. Whack mm-hmm. outdoors, you know. He comes out here and everything else, and and he does. He's basically got a survival school. Yeah. And I mean, you can come to this event and. Uh, while you're showing your Glock off, the next thing you know, you're going back and wanting to make your own bow and arrow so you can go out and start hunting hogs with it. That'd be cool. You know, so yeah, this is just some of the yeah. stuff that we do here. Well, without a doubt, you know, this is uh, something I've been looking forward to ever since SHOT Show. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to getting out there and taking part and seeing what all these companies have to offer and, you know, what I can offer them. Um, just been chomping at the bits to get out there. So let's go out there and let's go shoot, guys. 
Yeah, let's go put some uh, let's go put some lead on steel. Some lead on steel, or some of the what are those bullets made of that those guys? It's not. They're made out of copper and uh, polymer. Okay. So they're copper polymer bullets, and they're let's go throw some copper polymer bullets <laughs> downrange too. There you go. Let's go get it, Marty. Marty, I you know I want to say thanks again for coming down. Uh, thank but, you for the invitation. Oh, uh, it's yeah. you know it's we like to have the good media down here, and uh, I mean you're doing you know you've done a great job. We've been watching your shows and following you, and uh, well, I you know, appreciate I'm, that. I'm, I'm surprised that you don't have advertisement it's, all over you with like tons of sponsors because I mean you, this is this is you're the guy. That's well, I'm kind of like you. I'm I'm very picky. My leadheads know that I'm very picky on who uh, we let take part with the show. Uh, as far as sponsorships and advertising go, uh, goes, we don't just let anybody jump on board with that. We're very selective as well, just like you guys are. Uh, but uh, I really appreciate the opportunity. Appreciate all the help that Schwell has given me in, in preparing and uh, getting down here. You know, making it happen. So thank you guys. I'm excited. Let's get out here and uh, let's tear it up. Bang bang. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. But before we go, I have one question for CJ. <laughs> get him. Get him. <laughs> how did you get? How did you originally get involved with firearms? What's your earliest recollection? Well, I grew up in the hills of Kentucky. Okay, that's Kentucky boy. That should be, that should be no further explanation needed. Yeah, um, you, you were born with a shotgun in, in uh, your hand. I can in the crib. I can remember when I was I was young, and Dad would take me out deer hunting, and I would curl up underneath the the bottom of the tree and cover myself with leaves to try to stay warm. <laughs> and uh, you know, and uh, I was the type of kid that went. Now my son is completely different. My oldest son Daniel, he is a he is a hunter through and through, and he goes out to the woods and yeah, and he's he's out there for every day that he can be involved. He absolutely loved it, and uh, it was sort of forced upon me. I I would rather you know do other stuff and not go because we had to travel a little ways from where we lived at um, right to to go where the good deer were at, and uh, you know I the first day of that morning you know everybody else would let a deer walk by. And I would shoot six of them, so everybody had to tag them, and it would be over with. Uh, but I just, you know, I grew up with it, and it's just what we did. I can remember, you know, ten years old, uh, and we had haulers. Uh, we would go up in the haulers, and I'd have my twenty-two on my side shooting them, and that's just what we did. Right. You know, so that was my whole recollection about that. And a quick, quick question back at you. Back at me, okay. Uh, what What's your favorite uh, movie? If you had to pick one movie. Uh, that you could only watch ever again and get your ideals for for the rest of your life. What would you grab? I, I would probably watch uh, Debbie Does. De- no, <laughs> you took it. Back. Top Gun, baby. Really, you would get your ideals from Tom Top Cruise. Gun. Top maybe Gun. not. Maybe Val Kilmer. Maybe I was a Val Kilmer fan. Val so. Kilmer back when he was skinny. You don't know. Yeah. Sorry, sorry Val. Val. Yeah. <laughs> the skinny Val. The skinny Val. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Star Wars. Uh, you know, I figured huge. I figured you for a Star Wars guys, and I, I figured that you would be uh, that that's what you would pick would be one of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, you know? absolutely Star Wars. But uh, overall, not movie, but TV wise, the Lone Ranger. Really, the Lone Ranger. Yep. You know that the uh, my middle name is actually J A Y. Really? Yeah. So J Silverhills and yeah, and my middle name, and I used to always watch that and sort yeah. of relate to it. But I remember. Yeah. You, can you remember the real the real the real Lone Ranger? Yeah, what was the name? Um Clayton Moore. Clayton Moore. Is that, yeah. Okay. Clayton yeah. Moore was a real run. And there was yeah. an actual battle that they a court battle that they had where he was no longer allowed to wear his mask. It was court ordered that he couldn't wear his mask. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Why would you do that to a guy? See, so I don't know if you're a big Lone Ranger fan or not, because you knew none of that. You no. guys are 
old. I haven't watched it in forever, but just growing up, that TV show had a huge impact on my adult life just because of the way that the Lone Ranger lived his life with, you know, being truth, justice, honesty, you know, not letting the bully prevail, taking care of the bullies, you know, don't let, don't let the bullies uh, take up for the guys being bullied, you know, kind of thing. It's kind of how I modeled my life. And and I didn't really really have TV growing up, so um, what really, if I pick something to model after and everything else, had to be Sergeant Rock. Sergeant Rock, yeah. You know, the comic book, Hillman Sergeant Fury. I see that, yeah. And the Howlamad Commandos. Yes. And so, hey, if I'm an asshole, and uh, blame it on DC Comics. Yeah. You know, because that's where it started. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, but anyway, we've got... We digress. We digress. we got Tetrick. Cutting into range time, guys. Thanks for coming down here. I really appreciate it. We're going to get you on the target, get you hitting some lead at 800 yards. It's uh, awesome. With the rifles out there. I'm going to take you up on that invitation to come down here off-season and and learn some uh, precision shooting. Let's wrap it up. We're all done here. (laughs) As as the wife walks in and gives us the eye. We're out. Talk to you soon, guys. We'll be back with a whole lot of interviews. All right. There you go, Leadheads. That was our introduction to the Big Three East event uh, series of interviews, shows that we're going to be doing over the next few weeks. Uh, I'll probably, in between our normal scheduled show uh, or as part of our normal show, I'll be integrating some of these interviews uh, as the time goes along. But uh, you guys make sure uh, you want to find other coverage of this from other media sources. Just Google uh, or do a hashtag search of Big 3 East, Big 3 East Media, uh, something along those lines, and you'll see um, just tons and tons of coverage of, of this event from the uh, select media that was there. Uh, I'd like to go ahead and thank some of the guys over there, uh, speaking of the Big 3, uh, that made the event possible and made our lives and the sponsors and manufacturers that were there um, their lives uh, a lot easier and comfortable while we were there. Uh, obviously, CJ, CJ Johnson, my good buddy Schwell, uh, Don, Quentin, Q. We're going to get him on the show uh, here in an uh, episode or two coming up. Uh, Amy, Peggy, Rich, Sean, Ted, Todd, Brian, Brian J, Nick, Jake, Big Jake, John, Joe, Ron, Armando, uh, EMT, Jack, Kelly, Cheyenne, and the Volusia County SWAT. Uh, without those guys, that event wouldn't have been as smooth and as enjoyable as it was. So thank you guys. We appreciate it, and looking forward to seeing you guys in October. Leadheads, uh, make sure you support the people that support this show. Nordic Components, Cobalt Kinetics, X-Steel Targets, Multicam, our friends, uh, the VSO Gun Channel, uh, Keltec, Chad Enos over there, Casey Griggs, our three gunner. Yeah, I'm probably leaving some people out, but uh, I will make it up in episodes to come. And don't forget the Cobalt Kinetics trivia question. Go to episode 145. Find out what you got to do to win that trivia package. Leadheads, until next time, as always, keep your loved ones close and keep those firearms closer.
you know, when we when we approach the companies and they say they want to be here, the first message I get from their marketing and media person is, is there a projector set up? Is there a computer a set up so that we can play a PowerPoint slideshow for the writers? Who does PowerPoints anymore? I don't know. Do they, they even still make that software? They, I don't know. they still ask. <laughs> Tag Daddy was making fun of my equipment here. He's like, man, you got the old school equipment here. I was like, dude, this is like state of the art. <laughs> I just bought this from the pawn shop. <laughs> It's making me sound good, so it must be quality. No, you just sound good anyway, man. 